friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. So today on the show, I'm so excited to have Shalene Massey here. Shalene is the founder of Rhythm of Birth and Postpartum Journey. She is a doula. She's a birth and postpartum educator, and she helps women and families just navigate that really tricky, challenging, amazing field of birth and postpartum. And she's given me some fabulous tips for birth and postpartum as well. As most of you know, I've got new baby Levi here. Today, Shalene's going to tell us about her business and how she has been using Facebook ads to grow her online business. So thanks for coming on the show, Shalene. Yes, thank you for having me. It is very exciting and I love doing interviews like this and just sharing what I do. It's my passion and I I briefly got started when I was living in South Sudan, Africa with my family and my husband at the time and found out I was pregnant in a pit latrine in South Sudan and I thought, you know, so many women give birth without the option of medical care and, you know, in very primitive cultures or third world cultures. And I wanted to experience that. And I knew um, that I wanted to hire a doula for my first birth when I came back to the States. And with the experience of her and knowing that if I was living in another culture, I needed to learn as much about birth as I could. Being the white person, I knew that I'd be in a situation of being expected to do something when a woman's in labor or be called on possibly. And I was actually anxious about being in that position. So I wanted to learn as much as I could. And we, my husband and I and daughter at the time had to evacuate uh, South Sudan, unfortunately, because of the war. So when I was on the plane, I realized that now I could pursue my passion of becoming a doula. I wasn't, I didn't do that before we left to work in uh, Sudan. So on the plane, I said, okay, I'm going to start my doula training and my education. And that was in 2012. We moved back to the area that we had lived in before and jumped right in, started doing births. And now I've done, I think, I didn't count before the show, I think 114 births maybe. That's and I've been amazing. teaching class since 2012. So I'm on call right now. I'm praying I'm not going to get a call during this call. I doubt it. <laughs> you never <laughs> know. You never know when it's going to happen. So that, that's the short version of how I got started and why I'm doing what I do. I love that. And Shalene, it has been very clear from you know getting to know you over this past year that you are so passionate about helping women and families with birth and postpartum. And I love it. I mean, the passion just really shows. So I'd love to hear more about how you, you know, you're still working with in-person clients, but then you started the online side of your business as well. So I'd love to kind of hear more about that and and what you're doing online. Yeah. So I realized a, a big success story or something I'm very proud of in my business is I have been able to stay pretty consistently busy since I started with my in-person doula clients as well as my in-person childbirth classes. And I realized last year when I finally finished my three or four year training process with Birthing From Within, my certification as a doula and educator, I realized that I needed to make a decision on how I was going to grow. And I really couldn't take any more in-person clients or even grow my childbirth classes. I wanted to keep them fairly small and I couldn't do more. 
So it was the only other option to really go online and start navigating that and learning about Facebook ads, learning about how to grow the online space. And I started kind of backwards. I started doing the postpartum courses because I teach birth classes and out of 12 hours, I could only really fit in about 30 minutes. And now I've got 50 videos of postpartum information and training. So I started putting together that about a year and a half ago and it kept growing. And I realized there's so much information, so many people to connect in the postpartum space and body healing, all there's a lot of space. So I realized I needed to grow online if I was going to grow you know, my business. Gotcha. And so I know that one of the ways you've been using Facebook ads is to get new webinar signups, right? And then mm-hmm. yeah. obviously those new webinar signups will be new email subscribers. So tell me uh, a little bit more about what you've been doing there. So I have not been doing ads recently, but last about four or five months ago, I did start running some Facebook ads to a webinar and I had a videographer help me do a ad video that was pretty powerful, I felt like, and it was getting viewed many times. I don't remember the exact number of views it got, but it really increased the amount of people that were watching the video, increased the amount of people that were signing up and subscribing to the webinars. So I was very pleased with how the Facebook ads are working and I took a Facebook brilliance course and was very thankful for that investment because I learned a ton about how to use Facebook. And a little side note, I've become very geeky when I look at somebody's website and wonder, are they, are they doing Facebook pixels? Are they targeting me? (laughs) Yeah. I I check that often with people's websites. You know what too, Shaleen, and this is so silly, but a total sidetrack, but this would be a cool business. You could help other doulas and postpartum educators or whatever in your niche to start using Facebook for their businesses. Because yeah, because it's Uh so cool. You guys, if you don't know, all you need to do is install the Facebook pixel helper for Chrome. It's a Chrome browser extension, install that pixel helper. And when you go to any website, you can see whether they have the Facebook pixel installed or not. You can also see if they have it installed and maybe it's wrong and there are errors. <laughs> and so you guys, you could literally start your own Facebook ad service type of company by reaching out to these websites saying, Hey, I noticed you don't have the Facebook pixel on your site. It's really powerful. Here's what you could do. <laughs> and like you become their person. <laughs> and you learn a lot when they say, what's a Facebook pixel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, what was so interesting. Victoria on my team was telling me just the other day that apparently the stat is that only 6% of businesses that are like on Facebook are using Facebook ads. Only 6%. Yeah. So it's crazy. There's a huge opportunity there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So (laughs) anyways, back to your business, Shaleen. So this is Shaleen's ad. It's awesome. Let me read the ad copy first. So Shaleen's ad says, hello, pregnant mama. Join a free live postpartum planning webinar, which first off, I just want to say, Shaleen hits right, gets right to the point and says, this is who I'm talking to. Because that's the one thing that's really important with your ads is 
talk to just that person, your ideal customer, and don't talk to anybody else. Because, you know, a lot of people come to me and they're like, Bethann, I can't find my exact ideal target audience on Facebook. Like I tried all these different little websites and none of them show up as an audience, which is very often true. It is. So you have to go a much broader audience. So the way that you narrow who you're targeting and get in front of just the right people, it's often with your ad copy and your image or your video. And so I love that. Shaleen does that right off the bat. She's saying, hello, pregnant mama. This is, this is who I'm reaching. Okay. So then she goes, join a free live postpartum planning webinar. And then she's got a quote in preparing for baby. I've spent so much time thinking about the birth that it's easy to forget about the weeks of change after baby comes home. If you're expecting sign up for this webinar pronto. And then she says new mama. So she used a quote from a new mama, which confession that was me, <laughs> which is so fun. I love it. And then it says, in this webinar, you will learn five ways to begin planning for your postpartum transition and life after your baby is born. Love the use of numbers there too. People love a good number so they can conceptualize, here's what I'm getting. Five ways to start planning. And then a secret myth about postpartum, another awesome technique. You got to invoke curiosity. People are like, what is it? I got to know. Next, how to feel at peace and minimize the risk of postpartum depression. Another thing for those of you listening, Shaleen's got some important words in all caps on her ad copy, which I think is fabulous. So secret myth is in all caps. Postpartum depression is in all caps. So she's like highlighting kind of those words that really invoke emotion. And like, I know for me, I was so nervous about postpartum depression. That was the one thing where I was like, I know it seems to happen to a lot of ladies. And so I really wanted to do everything I could to prepare or like prevent all the kind of stuff. And I feel thankful that I, I haven't had any signs or or symptoms or anything like that of postpartum depression, but it was a huge stressor for me in pregnancy thinking about that. So anyway, she's got that in all caps. And then five things you'll be so glad you know postpartum, plus get a fun free gift at the end of the webinar. Look at that. This is brilliant. So not only they get the free class, she's emphasizing another free gift and emphasizing that free gift is going to make people want to attend class live and want to stay to the end of class, which is fabulous. And then she says, P.S., if you can't make the webinar live, sign up to get the replay sent to your inbox. Also a killer strategy because that's one of the biggest questions that I get whenever I run webinar ads is, will there be a replay? Will there be, I can't make this date and time. Will there be a replay? So I love that she's just answering that right in the ad and making it so easy for someone to click and say yes and sign up. And then the last line is click this link to join a tribe of mamas for postpartum planning. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and play Shaleen's video. Um, the, the headline below the video says free live postpartum planning webinar. Begin planning together. Sign up. And then she's got her, her bit.ly link again. This post from Shaleen, it's got 64 likes and some loves. It's got four comments, 23 shares. Like, that's crazy. And then 8,200 views. So, Shaleen, I'm curious. With those shares, I know a few of them were you, but most of these, it looks like, are people just sharing with their friends. Is that uh -huh. the case? Yes. That's amazing. I mean, I think when I do a webinar ad, even if I'm, you know, showing it to 100,000 people, uh -huh. I would still feel like, 
23 shares would be like a really big number. So mm-hmm. that honestly, to those of you listening, that's something that's really encouraging. If you're outside of the business space, sometimes you have an advantage because people don't really share business webinars with their friends that much. But if they have a pregnant friend and they see this in their feed, they're going to share it and say, Hey, I think you're going to love this class too. Or Hey, let's, let's go to this class together. We're both expecting in the next couple of months. So I think that's fabulous. Mm Okay, so for everyone listening on the podcast who can't see the video, Shalene starts with, you know, a fabulous logo for her business that says postpartum journey. And then she cuts to scenes of women who are, you know, caring for their newborns and talks about anxious about the postpartum transition, dot, dot, dot. And then she actually shares and caring for your baby, question mark. And she's got that overlaid on a scene of a, a mom with her baby feeling overwhelmed. And then she has a stat that really is going to hit home on the pain point. 50 to 80% of new mothers experience some form of depression during the postpartum period. Many women find it hard to immediately bond and connect with their newborn. So I actually love that, Shaleen, because if someone was like on the fence about taking time out for your class, now you're reminding them like, you need some help. Yeah, I should have included a a reference to or the person on the quote, but I did not. I have that in my other, on my website though. Gotcha. And then Shaleen has, which I'm assuming these are moms that you've worked with yes. and they're on the screen and they're sharing kind of like their advice or their wisdom after having gone through birth. So I love that transition as well, because it goes from like, Ooh, are you feeling nervous? Are you, you should be nervous. Here's like a scary stat for you. And then it transitions into these women who are on the other side saying, but you can do this. There's hope. And then Shalene has, you know, more scenes of moms with their babies and talks about what she's going to offer you. So, you know, I'm going to teach you how to care for your baby, how to enjoy this experience, preparing your heart. And, you know, more advice from her mom she's worked with. And then at the end, she's got all these great bullet points of, you know, here are all the different things we're going to cover, postpartum plan, nutrition, setting up the nursery. So, so many things that she's going to cover in her class. So it's really a fabulous, fabulous ad. So Shalene, I'd love to hear more about how you created this video. I know you said you worked with a videographer, but you also had to get like permission from some of these moms. Tell me more about that process. Yes, that was an exciting endeavor and it did take a lot of coordinating and a lot of time. The videographer I worked with, he is a videographer for Virginia Tech. I live near Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, Virginia, and he does sports videography and he and his wife were pregnant. So I said, hey, can you help me and I'll help you. (laughs) So he was very gracious to do a lot of the video work for me and then teach me some editing because the course grew. But this was the main video that I really needed his help on. And one of my clients was gracious to let me come into her home, right, uh, maybe a week after she had delivered. Actually, two of them. I had two of them featured. And I videoed 10 baby care basics videos and the one swaddling her baby, the baby wasn't cooperating. So it's very hard. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we went into her home and shot 10 videos. And so I just put some of these videos together. I realized I had a lot of content and my vision for the ad video was to put a lot of the videos together in short versions. And really what became the heart of my course was to gather 10 to 12 women 
that I've, I've supported and have them come in. I had a, a video equipment set up, lighting equipment set up, a, screen, a green screen. And I had them come in and I, I gave them instructions to give me something, a validation of saying a statement of, I get it, I've been there. And then I want you to share an encouragement. So I said two statements, encouragement or a validation and encouragement, not sharing your story, but that, that were the two statements. And so I picked out the, the ones that really had a lot of emotion. But inside my online course, I have one that's called Mama Encouragement. And there are 10 or so women that are just bam, bam, bam sharing. I get it. I've been there. You're strong. You can do it. Encouragement. So that was one of the videos that I put together. So I just create, I, I put a lot of the different videos in short versions, you know, put words behind it. I worked with an editor from Fiverr to help put some together too. And I, I took a lot of time on this one and I had fun with it. So that was the gist. Yeah. Okay. So several brilliant things happening there. First off, the fact that you, so you essentially bartered with the videographer, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so did you get, you got the, all the videos for free? He did some of the setting up of the videos. And when I was very new with shooting videos, I just had him come in and give me some ideas. And I took it from there and realized, gotcha. oh, this isn't very difficult. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So he kind of helped you. It was like free yeah, coaching. Get started, yes. Gotcha. That is so smart because now yes. you've taught the man to fish or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've helped deliver his baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so there you go. So he, yeah, he taught you how to do your own videos and you delivered. Okay. So you were uh, their doula, I was their doula yes. like for free. Yes. Okay. That is yes. amazing. I love, that is just so smart to, again, like you're using your skills. He's using his trading, uh -huh. providing value. That's awesome. So that's brilliant. And and shooting the videos of the, the experience he was getting ready to have himself. So he got to see all this content for free too. That's he, true. His wife was pregnant while we were filming all of this. It's like a free, free class experience for yes. him as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And then the second thing I love that you did is you thought ahead and you realized, okay, I can create some really fabulous course videos by using these generous ladies and their babies as my content. But then I can take p bits and pieces of that and turn them into fabulous ads. So again, you've got awesome course content and now you've got awesome content for video ads. So I love yes. that. So smart. Did these women just kind of like sign a basic release for you? How, like, how did that work? Or did they just like give you permission for the ways in which you wanted to use the videos? Yes, I did have a release form that they each signed and also for photos that I've used as well. Okay, awesome. Okay, so you used this video ad to drive webinar signups, right? Yes. Okay, so I'd love to hear some of those results and in terms of how much you spend, your cost per lead, as we say. If you're not sure what a cost per lead is, that would be like Shaleen's cost per webinar signup. It looks like Shaleen's results. She got 354 leads. So again, that would be 354 webinar signups. And Shaleen, these are all cold audiences, right? Correct. Yeah. So these are all, Shaleen got 354 brand new people, brand new email subscribers, people that had never heard of her before to sign up for her webinar. And your cost per lead, which this is super exciting and super encouraging. And I think for those people who are on the fence about video ads, I feel like this should be the kicker to jump in. And me too, I'm going to be running a video ad in the next week or two. I've done a few in the past, but I need to do more. Anyway, Shaleen's cost per lead is $1.38. 
$1.38 cost per lead. Like that, that is really fabulous. And especially to Shalene, was this your very first ad to get webinar signups that you ran? Yes. I was a little bit confused when I was doing the U.S. natural childbirth. I think it was that, I guess I, I turned that one off, but this may have been the second one. And I tried to duplicate the original one because it did so well. So I wonder if I skewed some of the stats. I, I'm not sure, but that's something I was digging into to figure out how to duplicate it to, to, to maintain what I created. Oh, gotcha. So. I can show you that, Shalene. But uh -huh. no, it shouldn't because even if you duplicate the campaign, that'll be a brand new uh -huh. campaign and its okay. results will be brand new. Even right. though you're using the same ad sets and audiences, nope, uh -huh. that, yeah, it'll all be brand new. So this is all mm -hmm. just from the one campaign. The one thing you will notice is like, which I see this happen sometimes is the number of leads that you get, for example, can increase over the next week or so. Cause sometimes like as people are sharing or tagging friends, sometimes what you initially see, like let's say on day one, when you're running the ad or even a week later after you've run the ad, maybe you had 330 leads or something like that. But because people have continue to share your ad with others, you can come back in a few days after that. And even with your campaign off, sometimes it's like, oh, I got a few more leads. <laughs> I collected uh -huh. a few more along the way. So you may be some seeing some of that happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would love to dig into some of these different audiences that you targeted for your ad. Mm -hmm. It looks like the first audience you targeted is Baby Center US. So is that just people who are interested in Baby Center? Yes, that's a, I guess, an app and a magazine. Yes, gotcha. And then the other interest Shalene has is what to expect. So that'd be what to expect when you're expecting. So that'd be an interest, I'm guessing, in the book or the website? Yes. Okay. And then natural childbirth. So that would be just a general interest, anyone with a general interest in natural childbirth. And then we see Shaleen's got a webinar lookalike. And you know what is so interesting? The webinar lookalike did not generate leads for you. Yeah, um, I was surprised at that too. So I turned it off after yes, a few days. Mm -hmm. Sure, which makes total sense. So it looks like Shalene reached 663 people for her webinar lookalike, but no, no one had signed up yet. So she said, you know what? Let's turn this one off because you had other ad sets that were really doing well. Now I'm curious, Shalene, do you know when you created that webinar lookalike, how many people were in that base audience? It was a 300 range. I don't remember gotcha. exactly, but okay. it was in that range. Okay. And so those were people that had signed up for one of your past webinars? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think that's oftentimes what's tricky with lookalike audiences. I used to have the same struggle with them when I was a newer business owner, because again, I would try to create a lookalike of maybe a couple hundred people. Right. And oftentimes it's like, it, it just wasn't enough data to give Facebook for them to truly go out and find the exact right mm -hmm million more people, you know, who'd be interested in my thing. But now when I do a lookalike, let's say of, of someone who's visited my blog posts about Pinterest or my past Pinterest webinar signups, because now I've got thousands and thousands of past Pinterest webinar signups. If I create a lookalike of those people, now we're talking. Now right. we've got something good. But 
you know, for those of you listening and watching, if you're discouraged and you feel like you don't have enough for a lookalike, the one lookalike you can try with small quantities of people is lookalikes of your customers. If you've got a customer list of a hundred people, you can definitely create a lookalike of those people and it could it could turn out well for you. You know, even as a newer business owner, I'd say once you've got 50 customers under your belt, you can test a lookalike of those customers. Because again, those are like, those people are really into your thing (laughs) because they've bought, you know, they put their money where their mouth was. Okay. So very cool. Then we see you targeted the bump. So again, so that's another pregnancy website just in the U S here for that ad set. And then, okay. So this one is interesting. Tell me about this last ad set you targeted. So I had a brilliant friend that just gave me a tip to try instead of targeting people that are looking at pregnant websites or, or magazines or blogs, but to target the psychological demographic of depression and anxiety and then putting in there those that are pregnant in that category. Because if they already had a history of depression or anxiety, then they might be searching how to minimize that during postpartum. That is so smart. And that's where too, you know, the more you dig into Facebook ads, the more you realize, oh my goodness, there's this audience I can try and this one over here. And your brain will just start spinning with fabulous ideas. So I always, if someone comes to me and says, I can't find my target audience to reach on Facebook, I'm thinking, (laughs) no, 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 that is not true. My trouble was which ones to use because I had thousands. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for pregnancy and childbirth, you totally do have thousands. Shalene's targeting women in the United States between the ages of 24 and 35. Under detailed targeting, we see she's got, for her interest, Shalene did also segment by income level. So she chose people who are making at least 50000 per year, all the way up to 350000 per year. And then expectant parents as well. So that's just a general interest you can do. Or I suppose you should say it's not a, an interest. Facebook views that as like a demographic. So there's a whole category in Facebook of demographics and you can choose all these different things. And lucky for Shalene, expecting parents is one of those, which yes. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then we said for narrow audience, exclude people who match at least one of the following. So, and I love this too, Shalene, so smart to make sure you're just reaching the right people. Shalene made sure she excluded people who already had children. So she excluded new parents, parents with toddlers, parents with preschoolers, parents with school-aged children, and parents with preteens because she wanted expectant parents – oh, and parents with adult children. She wanted expectant parents who don't have any kids yet. At first, I was thinking to exclude all of people that already have children, and I recognized, though, as most women are really focused on birth when they're pregnant and trying to get them to understand the value and need for postpartum planning during pregnancy, I realized too that you know parents of other you know, maybe a previous child, you know one to two years old, they're not going to remember much about the postpartum period and transition. And I've had people that have access to my course that re- that really said we're going to spend more time focusing on postpartum now. So I'm rethinking my strategy of also including people with uh, parents with a certain age child to kind of get that demographic of maybe a parent with a one or two year old. 
I think that makes sense. Like I could see too, where when you're a first time parent, like you said, you're just so focused, like what's the baby gear I need and let me get the nursery ready and let me make sure labor's okay. And then, and especially, you know, maybe if you have like a really rough postpartum transition, yes, then you're thinking second time around, like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that again. I want to be more prepared. I want this to be, yeah, better experience. So the potential reach is 8.4 million people, which is honestly amazing. So more and more what I find is that I can do a pretty big group of people that I'm targeting and let Facebook work their magic. Because again, we've already told them by using our Facebook pixel, hey, optimize for people who are going to sign up optimize for that person most likely to take this action. And so when you give them a big group of people, a million people, a couple million people, whatever the case is for a particular interest, they will, they will do what I call like, they'll do the dirty work for you and make sure that of those millions of people, they find you the ones that are spot on and best suited for your particular ad. And it's really, really cool to see. And Uh again, like we talked about, you know, your ad makes it so clear who you're for. It's in your ad copy. It's in your video. People know right away whether your ad is meant for them or not. And if it's not meant for them, they just keep on scrolling and it's like Mm -hmm. no harm done. It really doesn't really cost you anything. Right. Okay, so let's take a look at some of these costs per leads here. I see that from your six audiences that you targeted, we had, of course, your lookalike, which didn't generate leads. But then we have anywhere from $1.26 per lead at the lowest, which was the bump, did the best for you, all the way up to $4.56, which was the natural childbirth interest. Okay, so again, you guys... That's a huge variation, right? Which, first of all, Shalene, you did awesome because like four of your six ad sets were giving you leads at, you know, anywhere from $1.26 up to $2.14 a lead. That's really, really good. Um, And I think that speaks to your ad itself because your videos Mm -hmm. is very compelling. Your copy is very compelling, but it's easy for a new Facebook advertiser to perhaps they would try five different ad sets and maybe none of them work. Maybe all of them are showing up kind of like your natural childbirth ad set coming in at $4 and 56 cents. And they're going, this doesn't work. This isn't. And it's like, no, some audiences just respond and some don't. And I personally, I think that's really, really interesting because I would have thought that the natural childbirth ad set would do awesome. Right. It's not as a popular category, I think, as okay. far as people following. I mean, what is what is natural childbirth? What are they following in that category? Baby center. I ask my current clients, which is a, a way to review your audience. What are they following? What are their top apps? And everybody's following baby center and the bump and what to expect. So asking your audience, you know, where, what are they following? What's on their phone? So I wouldn't know what natural childbirth was myself. I just threw it out there to see if it would, what it would do. But, you know, where is that coming from? Yeah. Oh, that's such a brilliant idea right there is, yeah, exactly. Ask your audience, <laughs> what books do they read? What websites do they uh-huh. visit? What apps do they use? And that's the perfect way to then figure out what to target on Facebook. Okay. So we see the potential reach of this ad set is 30 million people. Whoa. 
And it does, Facebook will let you know. They say your audience selection is fairly broad. So that is pretty darn big. Sometimes that can work though. We're targeting women in the United States again, between the ages of 24 and 35. And then for Shaleen's detailed targeting, she says expectant parents and natural childbirth. And then she again excluded people who were current parents. So, okay. So very interesting. Just maybe a little too big, a little too broad, and didn't perform quite as well as some of your other ad sets. I also didn't increase the budget on that one like I did my other ones. I was really trying to get to a certain number in my webinars. So before the webinar, about a week before, I really jacked up the budget for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about that because you know a lot of these ad sets you're starting at five dollars a day. So talk to me about kind of your budget and then how you scaled your campaign. I definitely looked at the ones that were doing the best and decided on a rough budget that I wanted to spend for this particular campaign and just set it at that and really drew in people for the webinar. But I've learned since then lots of things I needed to tweak on the back end of the website itself. And then as well as realizing that I set the campaign too far in advance from the webinar, trying to get more people. And I realized I needed to narrow the time frame because people either forget, even though I had pre-webinar emails going out, I noticed the first webinar I did, I had 100 people sign up and 20 people viewing live. The second webinar I did, I had 300 people sign up and 10 viewing live because I started much earlier. I had a, a longer span in between, so I learned very valuable to only do seven or so days, I think, is what I'm okay. going to do for the next one before the webinar. So I learned a lot of lessons on when to start them, you know, how to budget them. So I spent a lot of money on the campaign, but only had a few, I had fewer viewers. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like even compared to a year ago, I mm -hmm. find it much, much harder to get people mm -hmm. to show up live to my webinars. It's, right. it's an ongoing process because, you know, webinars are super powerful, which is great, but that means more people are doing them. And so mm -hmm. I think that we all, all of us who do webinars, there's so much competition for yes. everybody's time. But you're right. If you have too long of a lead time, people totally forget. Even with mm -hmm. reminder emails, they forget. So that's a good point right there. You want to wait. And, you know, you can obviously, you can go in, you can have your ads all set up, your campaign ready to go. And then you just click it on about seven days before and uh -huh. Then you can be rocking and rolling and aggressively scale from that point. So is this the webinar where you got only 10 people there live? Is that from yes. this particular campaign? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So that was obviously not super fun, uh -huh. <laughs> but a learning experience. Talk to me about some of the other things that you learned that you're going to tweak for next time. On the back end of the whole campaign, I recognized on my website itself that I didn't have a video of, I didn't have that ad video on my website. I didn't, I didn't have a video of myself on there. So I realized when people went to my website, all it showed was my course. It didn't have anything about me or about the courses. So I've spent the last six months, I have videoed lots of different sales videos, welcome videos, thank you videos. I don't know how many I've done, quite a few. I've completely redone my website. So when people get on there after they've either attended my webinar or they've seen my Facebook ad, it's really much more inviting. 
because I was using a new platform called New Kajabi, which is amazing. It's an online course platform. It's a second website from my Rhythm of Birth local doula website. So I learned the Kajabi platform oh, 100% better since I've done that webinar. So when I go in and do all of this again, just to let your audience know, those watching, it's very important to have the whole setup solid before you do your ads and webinar because my ads did really great but the sales were low because when people got on they're like who is this person what 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 is this about why do i need this so having all that in place was a huge mistake that i didn't have that before i just got excited about doing facebook ads and i realized there was a huge breakdown after the whole ads were going and the webinar was over Sure. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And I will be honest on this one too. You know, my post webinar sequence that I do, and even my pre webinar sequence, getting my signups ready for the webinar. Those are things I'm constantly tweaking because like you said, those are huge factors, like how you build that relationship, how you get people excited, how you show them after the fact that your product is the solution that they're looking for. I mean, there's, there's so much to that. And that's a great point. It's, it's a continuous mm -hmm. process of, of testing and tweaking. Um, I'm so excited though, that like a lot of people test and tweak their Facebook ads for a long, long time before, <laughs> before they ever get, you know, affordable costs per leads or things like that. So like you're crushing it as far as <laughs> the Facebook mm -hmm. ad component, which is so, so exciting. I think your killer video ad is, I think that's going to serve you well for a mm -hmm. long, long time. But yeah, like you said, there's more to making the mm -hmm. sale than just that Facebook ad to get the sign up. There's, yes. there's definitely a lot of finessing <laughs> behind and the I, scenes. I'll be honest. I fumbled my way through my second webinar. My first one was really hard because I had some major tech problems with, for some reason, Google decided to crash the day of my webinar. People on Kajabi were all saying, what is going on with internet? I mean, it was a, a oh, no. worldwide thing, not just me that yeah. day and my internet. So that was 10 minutes before my webinar was going live. Thankfully it worked, but I was pulling my hair out. It was, it was really, I almost had a nervous breakdown. I'm pretty even keeled, peaceful person, <laughs> but my second was much better. And out of those 10, I still had one person buy. So it was encouraging that, okay, you know, getting more people in, you know, that was definitely somebody that saw value in it. So, and I know that 1% conversion is pretty good. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. So you, you had of your total webinar signups, you had a 1% conversion. Well, I had one out of 10. Is that 1%? 10%. So that's yes, 10%. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. And 10% for the, of the people there live, that's a fabulous conversion yep. rate. Yes. yes. So you're doing great. So yeah, we mm -hmm. just got to work on getting people there live. Now, did uh -huh. you do a replay as well? Did you? Oh, of course I had okay. a replay. I had, yeah. you know, multiple emails going on after so you asked me before, what is something that was most valuable to me in my business that I did as a mompreneur? And I get this question a lot in Facebook groups of, you know, how do you do your business being so spontaneous as a doula? And hands down, what has been the backbone of my business is hiring a nanny. And I know that you have done that as well. Um, but my nanny has been a, a client of mine twice. And so she understands the life on call. I've had her for three years, the same one since my three-year-old was six weeks old. And that has been the reason I've been able to be on call to meet clients during the day instead of only at evenings. And I, I shared with her recently that I used to 
pray and be on pins and needles that a client would deliver in the evening or weekend so I wouldn't have to beg one of my friends during the day to take my kids. So now I don't have to worry about that. It, you know, when the mom goes into labor, she goes into labor. I don't have to, you know, secretly pray that she waits till the evening till my husband comes home. <laughs> <laughs> so that has been a really huge thing. And I had to increase my, my rates, my fees. And as I got more experience, that was definitely worth it for people. So that was definitely a budgeted end for, for a nanny. So, you know, stay-at-home moms or mompreneurs, that's something that to really budget for is to have a nanny and that, you know, for you to have focused time. Yeah, I think that's great. And I have a babysitter, but she's still in high school. So <laughs> I need to look for, which I've done in the past and it hasn't always worked out, but I need to go back to looking for like a grown up who like your nanny sounds perfect because she understands kind of being on call mm -hmm. or like a last minute type of gig. Oh, mm -hmm. and yeah, it'd be great to yes. have someone like that. <laughs> and I, I did take my girls to her and my baby okay. to her. She had other kids in her home. So, you know, it would have been ideal to have somebody come to me, but it wasn't a big deal as I was leaving to somebody's house or going to a meeting to drop my daughter off. And I was totally fine with her going at that age at six weeks old when I first took her. My, my best friend decided to have a baby six weeks after I delivered. So of course I was going to be at her birth. I said, well, I'm coming back at six weeks postpartum to do a work. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So Shaleen, you talked about, you know, all the things you want to tweak and finesse before you run Facebook ads again. And it sounds like you're totally on the right track with that. How soon do you think you're going to run another campaign to get webinar signups? I seriously cannot wait to see how it goes next time when you've tweaked, you know, some uh -huh. other parts of your system. Well, I, I might be using a different platform than I was using for webinars, and I may not use a webinar as my freebie. I've got a huge library of things that I can offer on Facebook ads, and so I'm really trying to tweak that strategy, and I'm actually working with a business coach this month. I'm doing a group coaching experience just for July, so I'm going through that. We, she's, she is a member of the Kajabi platform, so she's a Kajabi queen, which is the platform I'm using. She knows how to set everything up and we're completely turning upside down the, the quote uh, sales funnel and we're probably not even going to use email strategy. Um, there's something I'll, I'll share with you at another time, maybe not for this video, what we're going to be using. Awesome. So um, I'm, I'm re revamping a lot of things in the strategy and I really needed help with that because I'm more of a creative visionary. And I needed somebody that could map out literally. So we get on the phone and she has a whiteboard and she just starts mapping out as I'm talking. And that's what I needed to really put things into place. So again, that's the back end of pulling it all together and what goes here, what goes there and how to draw people in and you know, increase the value of what I'm offering. I'm hoping to target August to open things back up again and start running ads. But I really want to make sure I have fabulous ads again. I may not use a webinar. Okay. That sounds great. Just as an aside, I'm also testing some funnels where I'm not doing webinars. I'm doing some shorter form videos and maybe testing some other things as well. But yeah, I just find that more and more, as much as I love webinars and when people do show up live, they love them, but it's just hard to get tons of people to show up live. And so, you know, people yeah. time, they're just getting more and more crunched for time and they just mm -hmm. ah, decide not to come. And so, yeah, you always got to test and tweak and see what's going to work best for your audience. Yeah. Well, Shaleen, this has been 
awesome. I've loved taking a look at your ad campaign and seeing all the fabulous things you're doing. Awesome copy, awesome video, creative. Love the way you created that video. So smart. And your targeting was spot on. You did a great job with your cost per lead. So I hope that people watching or listening will get really excited at the potential for video ads in particular because uh -huh. they can be really, really powerful. And, and yeah, keep doing what you're doing because you're doing great. As we wrap up, we love to ask this question of all of our mamapreneurs. Do you have either a funny or an adorable mom moment to share? Yes. It's not real funny, but I realized how much my daughters support what I do as a doula. One, I never tell them we're going to do something amazing and fun, you know, for a weekend, you know, plan until I know until we're going because that may change. Um, so uh, three years ago, I think when my first, my second daughter was two or three months old, I had a client do three days after Christmas and my, or no, sorry, a week after Christmas. And my husband was determined to go to my in-laws eight hours away for Christmas. And I had a backup on call and we got to their house and Christmas morning at three in the morning, it was a repeat client, a home birth. She calls me and says, contractions are three minutes apart. I was like, <gasps> oh no. Six hours away, eight hours away. So I called my backup Christmas morning. She wasn't able to go. And I said, I'm not either. So my backup wasn't reliable. And I, my husband said, you know, we're going to get in the car. So he got up, my in-laws got up, made us coffee, made us snacks. I didn't have a bottle for my, my baby. I said, you guys will have to figure it out. We're heading back to Virginia. We were in South Carolina. We're heading back to Virginia. So anyway, we we headed back, got on the road, and midwife called me two hours down the road and said, Merry Christmas, baby's been born. So we wow. headed back to South Carolina, and the mom moment is my eight-year-old, my five-year-old at the time said, um, eight o'clock Christmas morning, you know, I was anxious that she was going to be really sad not to be able to open presents and, and, you know, have Santa. And she responded to my father-in-law when, when she was told that mommy and daddy had to go to a birth in the middle of the night. She said, oh, well, that's okay. We have presents for you guys. So it wasn't, oh man, I realized at that moment that they really support what I do, my, my kids, my in-laws, my family, because it could have completely disrupted our Christmas, disrupted our Christmas. So I was very excited and realized that, wow, they really do support what I do. So I was very thankful for that and my family support, because that's huge in what we do as mompreneurs. Yeah, absolutely. I love that, Shalene. That's what an amazing attitude from yes. your daughter. Yeah, that's really neat. So thank you again, Shalene, for hanging out with me today and telling us all about how you're growing your online business and, and your killer Facebook ads campaign. <laughs> As we wrap up, uh, if you can tell everyone where's the best place to find you online, and I think you have a, a fun special coupon for our listeners too, which is great. Yes, uh, I wanted to share my postpartum courses website. It is www.postpartumjourney.com, postpartumjourney.com. And I have a bit.ly link of a free labor land guide, experiencing the labor land mindset that I have supported over 113 or 14 births and every woman that I've supported goes into labor land mindset. So I wanted to give you a infographic of Laborland, and that link is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y backslash labor prep, L-A-B-O-R-P-R-E-P. -E 
And also for my courses, my postpartum courses, I want to give your audience a 15% off discount. These courses, again, are good for first time moms, for seasoned moms, if you already have a baby or a child or children. Um, that coupon code is BRILLIANTPP. Brilliant, P is in Paul, P is in Paul. Awesome, brilliant postpartum. Yes. <laughs> Which is exactly what someone will get when they take one of your courses. Yes. So thank you, Shalene, so much for that generous coupon. So thank you again, Shalene, for chatting with me today. This has been fabulous. Yes, I'm, I'm very honored to be a part of the podcast. If you are amped up, you're ready to go, you're ready to try your first ad, I've got a fabulous cheat sheet for you that I want you to grab before you do that, okay? So the cheat sheet is called 10 Things You Need to Know Before You Run Your First Ad. Um, you can find that at the show notes for this episode, or if you're like, you know what, just take me right to that cheat sheet, you can go to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash Facebook ads cheat sheet. And you can grab that great guide, 10 things you need to know before you run your first ad. It's going to save you a lot of time and tears and money <laughs> and help you set up your very first ad really well. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. Brilliant.